We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also, God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge-watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up Hey everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 79 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about Shazam. It came out by the time this this episode airs, and by the time we recorded this episode, I think. Yeah, it'll be out, out a week by the time this episode comes out. Oh, so everybody's yeah. had a chance to watch it. So I guess we'll, we'll still throw in the uh, the spoilers, if, you've, if any of us have seen it. Um, We'll, we'll just throw that in, in right now. Right now, fair warning. Yeah, spoilers. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't think that comes to a surprise to our listeners. Surprise! <laughs> nope. You know what I've seen. I haven't seen that. What a so, loser! Yeah, well, I just watched the trailer like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. I thought it looked okay. I I so, let me let me start. Yeah, start with your yeah, general I thoughts, and we'll tell you I what it goes the from there. Because we're gonna be spoiling the entire movie for you. <laughs> oh <fine>. yeah, <laughs> I can. I don't care. I know. Um, so I went into it going, "This looks really stupid," with the very little that I had seen. That's fair, since I hadn't really seen anything, just some promotional material. I think at the most, no trailers or anything like that, because I don't care. Um, so I went into it thinking, "This is stupid." I'm never going to want to see this. And then came out of it going, this actually looks like it'd be pretty entertaining. Maybe I'll see it. Well, you're well, right about the entertaining ap- part. Yeah. Hopefully after listening to Scott and I dish on it, you'll continue to want to go see it. I don't know about go see it, but I yeah, will see you it. Will I said see it want eventually. to go see it. You'll continue to want to go see it. <laughs> all right. That, that's all I got. It looks It looks entertaining enough. It okay. Imagine the amount of laughs for me, anyways, like of Deadpool, like forcing the jokes, but yeah. also with the fun, upbeat attitude of Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume One. Interesting. That's a that's a really good comparison, I think. Like it's very clean jokes. Yes, it's very family friendly. Very family friendly. They have a few like you know off the cuff, but there's still no language. There's no like visual. It's just like they'll make a comment and you'll be able to picture it, and you're like, "Ha ha!" But very family friendly, but super enjoyable. Even my apprentice, who likes to argue with me over movies because he thinks he knows more than me, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he went and saw it, and he gave it a eight point four, I think he said, which That's is a, pretty high on his scale. That's a weirdly specific number. He, like, how do you how do you come up with decimals in your? He well, does. I, I particularly think does. it's like arbitrary because it's like, well, you're you're just making the number up. If he had like yep. a chart that he was using, I'd yeah. like I respect yep. it a little it more. Out across ten different categories. And yeah, exactly. Comes up with eight point four. Yeah, believe bar. I'd he's got him. a bar graph. He has a bar graph. <laughs> yeah, if some of the kind of thing like that, I would be like, okay, I get Anyways, your number, my, but he said that he really enjoyed it, which he wasn't expecting to. And truthfully, I kind of went into it being like, I'm going to support this. It's DC. I love Shazam and the cartoons and the comics. I don't expect it to do well. 
and now I really hope that it does well. I have this gut feeling it's not going to break a billion. Oh, no, but definitely not. Like, cause it's because of who it's competing with this month. Yes. <laughs> but I think if it came out in March, there was a chance. Yeah, if it came out a little sooner, it might have I think if it came out a month chance. ago, I think there would have been a chance it could break it. But I actually, I was watching a review actually for Shazam, ironically enough. Uh, I don't know if that's actually ironic. Um, but yeah, I was watching it and they were talking about how next weekend, I believe, or yeah, is uh, Easter weekend. So that's before Endgame comes out. So it might see a little boost then uh, before it We can gets, hope. Yeah, before Honestly, it's just completely if, if it Honestly, if it makes it to 750, I will be shocked and I will be very happy. And I honestly, this is one of those movies that if they never tied it into anything Justice League, I'd be okay with it. But I also really want to see a sequel down the road. Not like two years from now, but like three to four, I'd be okay with it. They've already confirmed the sequel. Yeah, like three to four years from now would be pretty sweet. Like two days ago, they confirmed it. It's The Rock, I believe, is supposed to be in that one. Black Adam's supposed to be coming into the story and all that fun stuff. But that's not about this Well, speaking of which... I like I liked how they kind of referenced that character though. Yeah, and that's all we got. By, just a little like nod yeah. to him. Yeah. Talking talking about the how this he gave his powers or the wizard Shazam gave his powers to his champion and then he succumbed to the seven sins. Yeah. I like that they that they showed like the black silhouette of him and they ne- but they never give you a name just in yeah. case. I like that too. Freaking <laughs> loved it. I really hope I don't, I don't know if you've seen. I don't think you have the uh, the DC short stories, I've, I've talked about it. Like they give you a, a quick origin story of Shazam, okay. and it's Billy Batson sitting at a table eating breakfast with Clark Kent. Clark Kent is like writing a story on this kid, and now he's you know he's on his own, but he's a teenager, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then like he gets chased by these bullies because he he told these bullies to fuck right off, <laughs> and in kid terms. Yes. And then he run like he runs down the. Uh, the uh, subway stairs gets on this this train, and then he gets like zapped into Shazam world, where yeah. the the wizard gives him his powers, and then Black Adam crashes down to Earth in like meteor fashion. He got he got zapped to the other end of the galaxy, and it took him forever. I don't know if it was like ten thousand years or whatever it was. It took him a long ass time yeah. to fly back, and I really want to see that as the origin story of Black Adam. Like that would be it happened, so the the wizards, like you know, all seven of them, whatever, had to send him away, and the only way to do that was for them to sacrifice themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I'd like to see that as the story of it, not the I forget what it is, but like the the middle of nowhere Egyptian Egypt like country that Black Adam rules in some of the comics. I yeah, prefer I prefer like the ancient let's send him away version better. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We should probably talk more about this movie in particular. Yeah. Well, I was trying to tie it in. Yeah. No, no. I got that. I got that. I was trying okay. to bring this back. It's gonna bring. What was your back. What was your favorite part of this movie? I liked that I was not annoyed by the kids. You know, that yes. was the part that I was going. I, w- into. I was shocked by it too, because fuck, fuck the kid actors. Yeah. Normally, kid actors but. can be like pretty annoying. Lately, they've been better in movies. I'll, I'll grant that. That Hollywood is something I think we brought up a few times, or I've at least brought up a few times, because it's something that I. It does stick out to me when the child actors just don't fit into the movie, yeah. right? And these ones, like, for instance, in Aquaman, they give you teenage Arthur Curry, and I hated that guy. Loved Arthur Curry, <laughs> but the teenage version of him is possibly the worst actor I've ever seen. 
and that he he is worse than a lot of porn actors that I've seen. He just are you saying that they killed her because of me? Like worst actor ever. But these kids were actually decent. Like They're the kid really who played good. the kid who played Freddie. Like maybe it was because I like I can compare myself to his excitement about the superheroes and like yeah. living in that you know that society with them. He's just as pumped as I would have been. Oh yeah, same here. I'd and like... then Billy Batson being like a super just grim like fuck life shit. Like I get it. Yeah, yeah, and just like literally being almost like cliche kind of. And I like that they didn't overuse the. Uh, the Foster family. I'm not going to talk too much about them, but I, I'm glad they didn't overuse them throughout yeah. the like the first couple, you know, quarters. I'll call them of the movie. First two acts. Yeah, no, they're quarters. They. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can't read the football terms now. Yep. It's the first yep. three quarters. Yep. They, I like that they weren't overused. Like you knew they were there. You knew enough about them to be like, okay, well, this is his foster family, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, and they weren't super over, like... Yeah, no, you got good doses of each of them, but you also learned, yeah. in, like, about each of them enough, like, their personalities and yeah. how they all kind of fit into this family. But they also didn't linger on that stuff too long either. Yeah, so still they weren't like, story. you need to... Yeah, you don't need to follow them. Yeah. I think they did a good job of, like, you know, the a little bit of a flash in the pan, just enough to lead to, like, the big bang at the end. Yeah, which I wasn't expecting with that. Are, are we going to spoil it? Can we spoil it? I just want to spoil it. I want to spoil it. Yeah. I don't know if... Craig, are you going to go see it? Be real with us. Like right now? No. Okay, cool. Do so, I care if you spoil it? Absolutely not. So Digimon Hunsu is the wizard Shazam. And yeah. he, he hits he hits Billy with this line like, uh, I, was it, I'm opening my heart to you. You now have all the powers, whatever. Gives him the power of Shazam. Yes. And then at the end of the movie, Mark Strong... Tracks down Billy Batson because he finds out who he is, threatens his family, and he has to take Billy back to the like the Wizard Shazam's realm to get the staff so he can give the powers of Shazam to Mark Strong. So he goes in, and then his family kind of like sneaks in to follows him, rescues him kind of. They all run away, and then he's got the staff. So then a, a little bit of a, a topsy-turvy fight happens. And Billy Batson has the realization. Like, those words that were uttered to him at the beginning of the movie, they come full circle, like they do in every superhero movie. Yeah, it's a... Comes full circle, where his heart is open to share the powers of Shazam. So he tells his his foster siblings to grab the the staff, and he's like, say my name. And they're all like, Billy! (laughs) And nothing fucking happens. Which is a fantastic joke. That was hilarious. Like, which it was, I realized like, that it's was such a clean a joke, trailer. but it just yeah, just so goofy. Yeah. And then he's like, "No, say the say the name that I used to turn into this guy." So they say it, and then all these kids become like Shazam, except they only have they like one the of his family. powers. Yeah. yeah, they only have like one of his powers. But it was so cool because I I remember reading something about it when they first were like were announcing the cast, but. I totally forgot, so I wasn't expecting to see any, like, other Shazam family members. I wasn't expecting it at all. Like, I was maybe thinking, like, the uh, the post-credit would be that. I thought that's yeah. what it would be. I did not expect it. So that surprise for me... I didn't expect like, 20 minutes of, of them either, which Yeah, was I didn't sweet. expect the whole last, like, fight being the Shazam family. I was not... I thought that was going to be, like, a second movie thing. I was not ready for it, but I was so I, happy it happened. <laughs> I think they did a good job of casting, like, just hunky enough 
but not being like over the top. <laughs> like they, they found a good way to be like, yeah, Zachary Levi is our lead. He is our super hunk. And all these other people, like they're just good looking enough. Like the guy who played, uh, what was his name? Uh, There's a lot of those. They're all but one of those. <laughs> yeah, Pedro. Pedro, like the, the super buff green one. Like I liked I liked him because he was just super jacked. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm beautiful. <laughs> and then the guy, uh, Freddie, the one who who has something, he uses the the cane crutch thing. He can fly. I like that it was uh what was it Brody? Not Sam Brody. Yeah, he's the one I was like, oh, I've seen you in something. Yeah, Adam Brody. What? Yeah, there he's been know. in a lot of stuff that I've watched lately. And I was like, wow, that is a really good casting. Comparing the kid to him, like, there's, yeah. I could see it. I could see it being the Definitely. kid, like, oh, 25 years down the road. I thought all the kids did a great job. Oh, <clears throat> Billy and, what was his name? Freddie. Freddie, right, yeah, Freddie. Yeah. I thought they, like, both did a great job of, like, kind of emulating who their adult selves were and vice versa, in a sense. Like, they felt like yeah. the same person. Like, yep, yeah, that's... That's like grown up version of him in a sense, and it's like especially with Billy and Shazam, I was like, oh no, you guys, yeah, you guys. I felt like they were the same characters, so yeah. that was really great. That was probably one of the best final fight scenes that I can I can think of. I might have to in, give in that a lot to of DC's movies. Be- like it might be DC's best, especially. Yeah, like th- like the three on one fight in Batman versus Superman was pretty cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Sweet. It, it's a lot of. However, stuff. however, having like eight on like eight on six. Like, and the fact that they didn't really have any faceless goons in this one. Yeah. Like, there was no, there was no faceless army. It was all, like, like, the actual sins who they spoke. Yeah. Like, they, they existed. Things, yeah. And they all had different powers, and they all just did shit. Like, that was sweet. Yeah, no, they were a good choice in villains, which I'd also never, I don't know anything really about Shazam from the comics, other than, like, the little glimpses I've got of him from, like, a couple movies. Yeah, see that—that's how I have. I've never really read much comic-wise yeah. on him, but I've seen a lot of him in either Justice League or uh, Young Justice, yeah, exactly. or the or like cartoons and other and other like animated, yeah, animated stuff. stuff. Yeah, and I I really liked him. Yeah, I've like, always beforehand. liked his character, but I didn't know anything about his background. I didn't know who his you know villains and stuff were. So that was yeah. a nice surprise for me going into this, being like, yeah. I have no idea who, like, what's going on. So it was it was really like. Well, this is probably one of the first superheroes where I learned a lot about the character from the movie that yeah. I didn't know anything about. Like, I knew the basics, you know, like the he says Shazam. He used to be called Captain Marvel, which I liked that. I didn't actually notice this until, again, I watched a review for it after, but they don't ever actually give him his name in the movie. And I, like... Yeah, he just yeah he just says the word, and they keep yeah they keep giving him like other ridiculous things. Yeah, and I, Captain I Sparkle Fingers. In the review I'd watched, kind of thought thought that that might have been because as like a joke to the fact that he was called. He Captain is he Marvel is Captain Marvel, Marvel. and yeah. he is in some recent animated stuff too. Like yeah, I, I think there's like so I think there's like, like yeah weird. I think there's a weird rule that they're allowed to use it in like certain context. Yeah. Like if they use a certain plot line, they're allowed to call him Captain Marvel or something. I think they're allowed to call the character Captain Marvel, but they can't put Captain Marvel on like on a something. Cover. Yeah, yeah like that the makes cover sense. Of something. So yeah. it's like it always has to be called Shazam. And yeah, because because like, in that that animated story, like the short I was yeah. talking about, his name is Captain Marvel, but mm-hmm. he says Shazam, yes. obviously. But they call it like Shazam, like that's DC Shazam. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I like that they kind of played with that a little bit by not actually 
calling him anything when he was in Shazam 4. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he was just a superhero. Yeah, exactly. And they never end up giving him a name. Yeah. I like how much they kind of focus on the fact that he was on TV and stuff too. Like. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of like that he was just he was there. Like he just showed up and people were like, oh yeah, he can do stuff. He's got powers. Yeah, because it just kind of fits into the world. The you know Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman are already running around in Aquaman and yeah. stuff. So it's well, like, yeah, I, I also another one. <laughs> yeah, I also really like that they like they stuck with Philadelphia. Like they ref they reference uh, Fawcett City, but then they just go right to he's in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like they don't have to create this fake city or anything like that. They're just like, oh, screw it, <laughs> we're there's here. Enough, there's enough big cities in yeah. the U.S. now that it's like, well, why not give us each superhero yeah. their own city? It's like oh, why legitimate not? city, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or then the they then city. they bust out the Rocky, like the, yeah. the Rocky reference. Like, oh, man, I, I get why he wanted to run up these stairs now. <laughs> yeah there's some i really enjoyed like the humor in this i thought i was i was worried that the trailers had all the best jokes that happens a lot with certain movies yeah but this one had plenty of extra laughs on top of it so i really enjoyed that aspect to it well, too. i laughed too hard like i was the only one laughing like 30 seconds after everyone else stopped and in the final fight where they're flying through through the sky and then they're like on either sides of a building and then Mark Strong keeps flying at Shazam, but stopped. And they're like a block away from each other. Oh, and Mark Strong, Mark Strong starts giving him the the evil villain monologue. And and a Billy Shazam, he's up in the sky, and he's like, "I can't hear you, man. You're like a mile away. What are you saying right now?" <laughs> and then Mark Strong just keeps going, just keeps monologuing. It. So are you monologuing right now? <laughs> like I I laughed too hard. Yeah, at that, that part. was a hilarious scene. I'm and I'm glad they didn't spoil that at all too. That's what yeah. I mean. Like that's one of those jokes that I'm like, I'm glad I didn't get that. See, we ruined it for Craig though. But <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Like that oh there was there was just so many good bits or even like the, the Santa Claus bits where they kept bringing him back. Totally unnecessary, but it also kind of fed into the fact that it is a funny movie. Yeah, no, I like that. It's a recurring bit. I think he came in three times. That's a rule of comedy. <laughs> yeah. The rule of three. Yeah. No, this is this is a very enjoyable movie, and I thought from watching the trailer that all the good stuff was there, like the bus scene. Yeah, where they they break it down, they give you the whole bus scene. Yeah, and I I was like, oh, man, like that's probably it. Yeah, no, I was like, worried that that was that's about be as good as it gets. Yet. But they've had plenty on top of that to like. Well, it, it looked like in the movie they also kind of slimmed him down a little bit, because in the trailers I thought he looked really cartoonish, like I thought he looked like too big and just the color yeah. of his color of his costume like made him look like fate like balloon water muscle jacked mm-hmm. like like that certain guy we went to high school with hashtag creatine muscles like look like he kind of looked like that you know like really watery <laughs> yeah, and balloony Michelin man yeah yeah so i was like ah oh, fuck he's gonna look ridiculous but he actually looked a little more svelte and, and streamlined like he looked jacked yeah, no, he but looked like, like it looked jacked, more yeah. proportionate yeah so that's pretty cool i also like they didn't rush into the flying thing like, he just happened to learn how to fly through it. I liked that aspect of it as well. Yeah, no, I like that. Well, it pops into my head. It was a fun thing, him trying to discover what powers he actually had. Yeah. Well, I, I like that they, they gave you the little, like, the little montage. of like, Yeah, oh, I love a montage. Like, yeah. teleportation. Fire immunity. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it was good. I, I really liked... Um, it's Mark Strong, right? As the villain? Mark Strong, yeah. I fucking love that guy. I also found in this movie, like, it kind of opened my eyes 
DC has legitimate like evil threat supervillains, like ones who are just flat out evil. Yeah, yeah. No, like this guy just wanted a certain. He just wanted power that he was kind of rejected from. Yeah, that's what like the fact that he just picks his brother up and whips him out of the window. Like I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting some like him to like break his arm or something. I wasn't expecting how whoosh, and just throw him out the friggin' window. Yeah, yeah. Like Steppenwolf, like just he wants to destroy Earth. That's his goal is to destroy in the yeah, Earth, conquer and yeah. You get Ares in Wonder Woman, who like that was his goal was just to spread darkness and evil and hate. War, yeah. You know, yeah, legitimate evil. Yeah. Okay, Lex Luthor was just fucking crazy in Batman vs Superman. Didn't like the actor. Not a huge fan of Eisenberg. However. Lex Luthor in general, like what his yeah. mission was, was dark. Just evil. Like Zod, Zod was probably the, arguably the only one who wasn't an evil villain Well, in this. He didn't want to cause a genocide of Earth. Well, yeah, but he was also trying to save his own people. So like, I give him kind of like causing the... causing a genocide. Yeah. I kind of give him, put him on like the same level as Thanos, where like he's doing something real bad, but he's also doing it for like a reason. Like a, it could be spun as a good reason. Well, that's just just like we won't get like, into kill, the Zod like Killmonger, right now. like, like <laughs> yeah. Killmonger. You know, he's <laughs> yeah, doing no, something yeah. that's shitty, but he's also like he's doing it from a good place. Yeah, yeah. He's just going about it the wrong way. So like DC's villains have all have evolved into this. Like they're actual villains. Like I yeah. feel like there's an actual threat to the world watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, I agree with that. Mark and finally, seeing up. some magic in in DC is pretty cool too. Because I feel like their magic is, to me anyways, is a little more different than Marvel magic. Yeah, Marvel more, magic is more like visual reality stuff. Whereas yeah. there's like legitimate like spells and shit. Mm-hmm. You, like you see in like DC's cartoons and their comics and stuff. Yeah, I just want to see Zatanna now. Give me some Zatanna. <laughs> Lord times we've brought up Zatanna is just... Yeah. Probably... Yeah. <laughs> but it's got to be Smallville Zatanna. Has to be. <laughs> From that exact era too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I think she could still fit into the fit into the role. Okay, but anything else we have to say about Shazam? Go see it. Let's yeah. get it up to seven fifty. Who? Which one of us has this on our? Um... I was just thinking that. I'm about to check. Because I know Andrew's killing it so far with Captain Marvel, which did really well. Let's see, fantasy draft picks. I have Shazam. You have Shazam. I was worried about I, okay. that. Okay. I yeah. have Endgame, Captain Marvel, Frozen 2. I took Frozen 2 over Shazam. Yeah, I had a couple of those two. I was like, wait, why <laughs> did I take like Lion King before Captain Marvel or something like that? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that's... You, okay, Toy Story 4 was your first draft pick, Scott. Was it? Oh, yeah. See, that's what, this is what I'm talking about. I'm like, where was I... Where was my head sometimes? <laughs> Man, guys, I think like... I think, I think I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna be Scott this year. Well, Endgame is a kind of you know is one of those ones that's that like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like that. Endgame is a guaranteed billion. No questions yeah. asked. Captain Marvel is coming up on it. Yeah, it's pretty close. Well, it did a billion worldwide, and like, yeah, in, I don't know if we. I can't remember if we decide if we're just doing global, uh, just domestic again. I think we're like, doing just domestic. Yeah. So domestic, it was still doing pretty well. It was like I believe it. It's almost at 500 domestic, yeah. so I can't remember exactly. 
But yeah, so Shazam. It was good. Go see, go see it. it. Not even just for selfish reasons. Just go see it. <laughs> Never for selfish reasons. Never. Because just go see it for Mark Strong. Go do it. Because that guy's freaking awesome. And smart young actors. Because there's a lot of them in this. <laughs> Absolutely. And what's his face? Brody. I want to call him Michael Brody, but I know that's not it. <laughs> Dean Brody? Is that no, right? Dean Brody. Dean Brody's the country artist. That was the first thing I went to. Yeah. <laughs> Dean Kane? Is that fucking Dean Kane? I'm waiting for that cameo to pop up in one of the movies. Yeah. It's popped up in the TV shows, I think. Yeah, yeah. Bring in another Superman. Speaking yeah. of which, I'm not going to bring it up. Never mind. Yeah. It's not really much to say. I think we both know the same about it. <laughs> I was reading a thing that apparently they wanted to use uh, what's-his-face. Yeah, but apparently it's scheduling. But, yeah, the scheduling thing was off, and I was like, I don't think he'd want to do it anyways. If you guys weren't going to, like, bring him back, why would he just show up? Yeah. Like I'm if, hoping he's still kicking around. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, like I, I hope. Yeah, like I don't want to see anyone else as Superman. Like I don't want to see a Superboy. Like I don't want to see anything rebooted at this point. Just keep jamming shit in, yeah. wedge it in, make it work. Yeah, just keep putting it off if you have to. Like I, I'll, yeah. I'll take an older Superman. Like yeah. Henry Cavill is gonna stay. Like he's gonna age like a fine wine, I imagine. Yeah. With all those Superman millions that he already has. <laughs> That's it, yeah. He takes very good care of himself, too. I see him on Instagram running yeah. all the time, and I'm like, God, I need to run. Superman runs. Why don't I run? And there, there's no there's no better Batman. There isn't than Ben Affleck. Bring in whoever you want, and it's I'm not going to believe in it anymore. <laughs> well, that's, that's the direction they seem to be going, but... I still have a certain, like, little bit of, like, hmm, I wonder if they'll do a little thing where it's, like, oh, Ben Affleck's, like, have a little flashback memory, and then that's how they introduce a younger one, and it's, but I don't know, that's a, I don't, I, it's my no, own little like, dream. If you're going to do a younger Batman, you have to go, you have, you can't use Bruce Wayne. You got to go Dick Grayson. You got to, you got to go. Yeah, or, like, that'd be another way, like, if. Like, if you're going to use a young Batman, literally yeah. passes it on to yeah. a Dick Grayson, Nightwing, who then becomes Batman. I'd be down for that as well. Yeah, like I think you'd have to do like a little short, and it would have to be like you know, kind of, kind of like Death in the Family style. But instead of Death in the Family, it's the death of Batman, and then it's just the whole Bat family, all of them together. You yeah. know, Bat Batwing, Nightwing, Robin, Red Robin, like everyone right there, talking about who's going to take up the mantle, and then like figure it out from there. Like that's the only way I'm going to get on board for I think this. We've dove into a little too uh what's it called wish fulfillment dream fantasy ah uh, yeah wishful <laughs> thinking man yeah wishful thinking but, but anyways, that's it yeah craig what did you watch this week since we talked about shazam so much so uh before we did the podcast today in my copious free time between work and this i started the trailer park boys animated series Nice. Gross. I started that. I have not finished the live action, <laughs> but I figured I was gonna switch it up. What? It, it's clearly not a show where you need to have any background knowledge. No, no. That's so. one great thing about it. you can hop in in any season, and there's really they get you caught up on like what each of the characters is. But that's yep. about it. You don't need like you don't need to know what happened in season one to watch season nine or to watch exactly. this. <laughs> exactly. So I started that. It's fun. What I like about it is um 
that it's animated like it's just a cartoon version of the uh, like of the original show. So it's not like they just made an animated show. They made an animated version of the show. Yeah. So like the frame moves around and it, it, it shifts like it's a like it's being shot by documentary makers. I like it. It's good. It's yeah. Good. It looked uh from the uh from the bits I've caught and from my brother watching it, I liked uh, the little bits of it. I like that I believe that they know they're in a cartoon in this one yeah, too. Cuz they start off like the whole thing is that they start off in jail and they've just eaten a ton of mushrooms. They're so like yeah. we're so high we think that we're in a cartoon. Nice. And See, and I just like that kind of thing. Cartoon. Yeah, I, I like that was, kind of premise. So, <laughs> it is interesting. Uh, I finished Arrested Development. It's finally over. Is I, that, was that the final season? If they come back with something else, I'll be shocked because <laughs> that was like it was. A, it was a long episode. It was almost an hour, which is long for yeah for Arrested Development, and it kind of tied everything together. Um, but it was crazy. Uh, I haven't finished a television show and had like shock on my face before, but I was shocked finishing this. Like I, I didn't even know what to say. Well, now I'm slightly curious about it, but I also have no context for the show very much at all. <laughs> so. Ah, you don't, you don't really need a whole lot of context. If you're going to watch it, if you just watch the whole fifth season, you'll be as caught up as you need to be. Um, there are some jokes that are necessary but for the most part you could just skip right past them that was crazy it was just like it, it took a couple turns and then you're like oh this makes sense it's wrapping up like arrested development and they were like no it's not <laughs> and jaw hit floor it was just like what huh and then they played the end credits <laughs> like, okay Huh. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had a show do that to me, so that's intriguing. Certainly not a show that I've finished, like, all the way through. Although, what was that one about the Montreal? Um, oh, the, yeah, 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 fuck, I can't remember. That one was a, f- oh, fuck. That, that one, that one, too, was right up there with what? Oh, oh man, that was a great show. Is that, is that Bad Blood? I yes, that's, that's what it was, yeah, was. Bad Blood, yeah. I guys talking about that. <laughs> Yeah, with Kim Coates. Yeah, like that that show would have been about the only, the closest thing to that. Maybe maybe you could throw the first season of The Good Place in there too. With, yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty solid first season ending. Bad Blood, with, yeah. Yeah, with the way that it twisted. So those three shows, very similar in the way that they caught me off guard. Hmm. Um, and then the last thing I watched, because it was a light week, at least I think it was a light week, I can't remember, uh, <laughs> um, was Kevin Hart's new special. I haven't mean uh, to get to that. I fell asleep like 15 minutes into it, and I didn't laugh once leading in. And I had to watch it twice. Um, oh. it was Did not... you choose to watch it twice? <laughs> yes, because or? I didn't really pay attention the first time through. So okay. we, we watched it twice. Um by choice both times and uh, kevin hart is not my thing kevin hart is still not my thing i believe i've said on this podcast before i will say it again i don't like comedy in large arenas 
No, it does not. Doesn't it doesn't carry the same thing because in that kind of venue, it's just Kevin Hart standing on a stage talking. Yeah. So you might as well have just recorded it in the middle of a desert like Harlan Williams did. Yeah. (laughs) But with other comedians, um, I mean, some of the theaters are pretty large that they play to, but they can still have interactions with with the audience members because theaters are designed to be a lot closer together, a lot more intimate. Mm-hmm. But these arenas, like, it, or these stadiums, because it looked like it was somewhere in London, huge. And the stage was pretty far back. And he was in the round, which is a weird way to do comedy. And, uh, I don't know, he's pretty funny. There, I laughed at some parts, but he's still <laughs> really not my my cup of tea. There's one joke he does. I feel like I'm not going to ruin this for anybody. Um, he does... It it's, takes friggin' forever. It's like 20 minutes to do this entire thing. He does a joke about how... Um, ha- how he's have been broken... His house has been broken into. And so he, like, hides guns in different hidden spots around the house. Yeah. And then the whole idea is that if someone breaks in again, then he's got these scenarios where he'll be able to get the, the hidden gun and turn it on them. But he does, like, six of them. It's so stupid. And they're, like, 30 to 45 seconds long each. And it's the exact same thing every single time. And then he gets to the last one, and he's crying laughing. He's like, I'm sorry, this is my favorite joke. I'm like, why'd you wait till the last? Like, (laughs) do two of these. Do one, and then do the second one. And then he does, like, he finishes the joke with, well, of course, when they broke in, I wasn't in a room where... Uh, where I, I had a gun. I wasn't in the room where I had a gun, so he went into several examples of, well, are you sure you don't want to go like the guest bathroom, or, or we could go have some leftover. It was it was stupid. And then there's one joke um, that he does about how he loves his dog, but like one day he woke up and the dog had had shit on the floor, and so then he was like, well, I'm not going to worry about that. Went back to bed. And then his wife got up, and she found it. And she's like, oh, the dog shit on the floor. And he's like, oh, did he? And then she cleans it up because she's already up. And so that, that's funny because it's like, ha he, you know, avoided it and whatever. And then he does this really long, stupid joke about a baby who can move their diaper to the side and is able to shit on the floor. And then it ties into that because his wife's like, I saw that she did it, but I pretended to sleep. So it was like the same joke the other way. Twice. It's not any funnier for him to do it. Just, yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the one time where I'm not gonna finish this with, but it's way funnier when he does it because it's not. No. Yeah. I I really liked him when we were younger and stupid. Yeah, it's weird how I, we've I've grown like, out of him in the last like three yeah. four years. <laughs> I, but I I still enjoy him in things like yeah. his his persona his character that he plays in everything i i like that yeah like, I, it's, I like it's entertaining like, and stuff like, like yeah like yeah. his jumanji that's like he's that in everything just yeah. that real short small dude who's like i could be tough sometimes but i'm not like i like that in movies because they're usually stupid comedies that you're just like okay i need to relax i need to watch something that's gonna numb my mind but to sit down and watch him tell jokes now i'm kind of like eh, okay you've dane yeah. cooked yourself you were the biggest in the world for years. Yeah. And now we realize all your jokes are bullshit. 
in this team. They're like they're, I've I learned the formula to his jokes, right? Like I bet he had an, a joke yeah. where was, he had a weird interaction with an animal uh, in the set. I believe it probably was his fourth joke, probably. Because um, <laughs> that not that Scott in, knows. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but I've watched his other ones enough that I've like I've come back to realizing like how much like how repetitive his stuff can kind of be. He just switches out like. Like there's his like there's his two biggest specials right up to date. One had the what's it called the ostrich joke, and then the other one had yeah. the um, the dolphin. The dolphin, and then there was one more animal one in one of his other ones. But yeah, like he's always got some weird thing. And I was raccoon. like, raccoon. Oh, Did you say the raccoon? I didn't. So there's the raccoon. Raccoon, where he's like pop pop or yeah. bang bang. Yeah, that was. He the shot first me one, twice. Actually. Yeah, I think that was yeah. actually one of his first ones. So. No, like, that was in his last one. Was it the last one? Okay. My yeah. Bad. I'm getting them all that, mixed up. Uh, yeah, that, all big, that big arena one he did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, now I'm remembering now. So, But yeah, like I've just, I've kind of picked up on his formula for comedy a little bit, which I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't be able to do that. I'm not like a comic. It's his voice. He has, yeah. a, he has a voice and a cadence. Yep. And that's, yeah, I've, I've learned it too much that I'm like, it's like I've Steve Byrne, so Dane Cook. Yeah. Just pick like, up on it. They, they have a cadence. Yeah, which is a lot of what they're funny is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Nate Bergazzi where his cadence is just talking or yeah, just Tom Segura where he's like, fuck. <laughs> it just or sounds Ber- like Tom Segura like, is talking to you. Yeah. On a personal level. Yeah. Or Robin Williams where he's just crazy. So, yeah, a little manic. <laughs> just because you reminded me, fuck, what was I listening to? I don't know. I'm listening to my cat try to bury a piece of paper on the floor. I was, right li- I was listening to Planet Money. Planet Money. And they were talking about, um, like, the episode's called The Joke Thief. And it was a whole podcast episode they did on uh, Fuck Jerry, that media company that did yeah. the festival and whatnot. Yeah. And they've been under fire for stealing, stealing jokes on Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So there was an interview with, like, a content creator who had their stuff stolen. And, like, she had, like, 200 interactions and the guy made like $10,000 off of it and they did an interview with him. But then they were also talking about, um, joke stealing in the stand-up comedy world. Yeah. You know who steals fucking jokes or who did Amy Schumer? No. See, Amy Schumer was sketchy at best. Robin Williams was a known. Yeah. That's what I've, I've heard that. a yeah. huge reputation for stealing jokes. I believe I've heard it. That. I still stand yeah. by him though. <laughs> because <laughs> his deliverance on things like well the guy that he uh the guy they interviewed that was saying he's like been in the comedy game for like 30 years worked in new york city and used to yeah. try to get these like these joke stealers out of the club so you don't do your best bits in front of the joke stealers obviously yeah, obviously and uh he's like yeah well, i found out because robin williams stole one of my jokes but he did better than I could have ever done it. So, like, he gets a little bit of credit. Like, yeah, okay. Well. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the only reason I'm willing to give him a pass. Like, like his, I mean, Jim Gaffigan is notorious as well for for having bits that you've heard three years prior just pop up and him doing, like, the exact same joke, just yeah. change, change, like, three words in it. It's hard to... Uh... Once you hear the bit somewhere else, you're like, wow, yeah. part crushed. Of it, part of it was... Um... I was because that was part of the interview as well. Was that there's there's no way to like copyright any of this stuff. You can't, and it's really hard to get on other people for ideas. 
Yeah. So I mean, most can't... jokes are born from like a real life experience or just absolute ridiculousness, right? Exactly. So it's really hard to prove that a joke has been stolen because well, it's like intellectual property, right? It's, like it's yeah, it's not hard to come up with the same parallel same, thinking. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. To yeah, connect the same dots, right? Exactly. It's not hard to come up with the same the same thoughts. So unless there's some way to tie you to it, see Robin Williams sitting in a club. And then going out and doing a joke, it's a lot harder to prove that someone has actually stolen a joke versus the parallel thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole part of the discussion. But saying I believe Williams, it. Okay. My memory a- of that. Anyone who does a joke about a Scottish GPS system gets a pass in my book because that is still one of the funniest bits I've ever heard, and I reference it annually. It's like, there's your turn. You missed it, you idiot. <laughs> Love it. Always. Anytime I see a Scottish, Scottish tartan, I think of it. So that's all I watched this week. That's fair. Well, Scott, what did you watch this week? All right. Well, I also had a fairly short list besides, you know, all my normal stuff that I don't really talk about because uh, who needs to hear me talk about Stargate for the 80th time? Uh, I do. All right. Well, I'm on season three of Stargate. And I still nice. <laughs> I can't wait to keep watching more. But okay, to, like, I'm tired. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah, there we go. See, <laughs> I had to put myself on hold so I can watch other things. Amongst those were I watched season two of Sabrina. I know you guys don't care about that, but I've been watched that season. For any of our listeners who do care, you can go watch my video on YouTube. YouTube blog. Um, yeah, so what else did I watch? I also watched um, The Unicorn Store, which is a new... Netflix I added it original. to my queue. How was that? I actually really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure exactly what to expect going into it. Bec- I literally, let's, I, the only reason I watched it is because Captain Marvel's in it, along with Nick Fury. And I'm like, hmm, curious what you two are doing. Honestly, I, feel, I saw that and I was kind of like, did they cast that as like an attraction somehow? I feel like the they movie? maybe just filmed it in, like in between or like just like sequence? right after. Like they were maybe talking about it because I believe she directed it, if I'm not mistaken. If I Okay. Oh uh, yeah, so she either, she just like directed or produced it, and so she's like, an Oscar winner. She gets a, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Exactly. Right? So I think she had it in mind, and then probably while they were doing Captain Marvel together, maybe she was like, "Oh, you'd fit this role," and I thought he did a really great job in the role he fits. It is a weird concept because, you know, you hear he you looks like glass story. in it, like in the like the picture they use. Yeah, he's on Netflix. He's he looks like glass. He's, he's crazier, what? He's crazier than that. He's legit. Okay. A unicorn salesman, huh. like, like when you see at a the unicorn sh- store. At a unicorn store. Interesting. Unicorns aren't real in this universe, but, but he sells them. But, he's but he sells them. them, and she wants one because she's wanted one her whole life. And that's what this movie is about: her proving herself worthy to Sam Jackson that she's worthy of ownership of said unicorn. This seems like an SNL sh- like. Short Honestly, skit. it's really great. Actually, I really enjoy okay. it. It's pretty much just a story it's about this. Queue. It's about this. It's a little bit about kind of growing up, but also not losing who you are, right? Like not changing okay. who you're, who you are in the inside yeah. to grow up, right? Because you know, at the beginning, she just like failed out of art school, and um, <clears throat> so she's kind of like, you know, failed artist. Uh, and so yeah. her parents are like, "Oh, you got to do something." So she ends up getting like an office job, and you see her kind of like. You know, starting to, like, do the humdrum thing of, you know, just being a normal drone in society. And then she's, you know, given this invitation to go to the unicorn store. And then from there, you have these two 
kind of paths, right? Where she's like, oh, is she going to follow her, you know, heart with the unicorn stuff? Or is she going to just, you know, do what everybody else does and have an office job and do a nine to five and all that stuff? And yeah, so it's about that, about her growth through it. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed it because it was kind of a normal person movie. And I was like, oh, this is different. This is what these things are about. I get it. Okay. But at the same time, it's... There's a unicorn store. <laughs> so I'd recommend it. It was enjoyable. Uh, she's delightful to just kind of watch as she's just being all, I don't want to say childlike, but kind of, mm, what's the word? Like, um, oh, I, I just can't figure out the word. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I feel like you both would enjoy it as well. It's Like I said, it's in my queue. Yeah, yeah I'll give it a try. I just browsing past it wouldn't have picked it. No, that's that's fair. I would not normally like honestly if the cast was any different, I would not have watched this movie. I only watched it because of those two and I was like, okay, that got added to Netflix. I want to make a video review for it. Content, content, content. Um <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, but I was surprised by how much I actually enjoyed it. I I was going in expecting to be kind of like, uh, okay. Yeah, people being people stuff, but I liked how it took a different kind of take on, you know, growing up a little bit in a sense. But yeah, no, it was really enjoyable. What else did I watch? I started Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5. You guys don't care about that. Oh, I watched the first two episodes of Doom Patrol, which is a DC show, which just got added to Crave. How is it? I like it. Okay, it it's, looks it looks not as good as Titans, and I was like, gosh. Ah, I would say it's not as good as Titans. <laughs> it's it's okay. Uh, one thing I one complaint I have a little bit about it is it kind of feels feels a little rushed. The first two episodes I watched, like the pilot, felt like like the whole time you just spend like getting introduced to each of the characters, and they spend a decent amount of time on, it, which was enjoyable. It just it just felt kind of like a lot, and then you get to the second episode and stuff's already happening, and I'm like, okay, wait, wait. Okay it's kind of moving a little fast for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, it was hard to kind of follow the dots a couple at certain points with it. Um, and I'm only two episodes in. So it's like, okay, that's a little, it's a little rough with like the storytelling perspective, but I like in the cast so far, I'll watch Brandon Frazier do almost anything. So I'm down. <laughs> so that's fair. Yeah. Each, uh, it's going to be added, uh, an episode each week because it's on space. Space is owned by bell. Bell owns Crave. We get an episode each week. So, And that's all I watched this week. Cool. Is that my turn? That's your, your turn. turn. You guys ready for me to hit you with this? Oh, yeah. Nice long, long list. <clears throat> I watched Friends. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. You're still watching Friends, I believe? Still right? watching Friends. Yeah, okay. What season are you yeah. on? Uh, I'm halfway through season seven. Okay. All right. I have been crushing it. I've yeah. watched like 130 episodes <laughs> since they last week. They go by week. pretty quickly, the 20-minute episode yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, it's Friends. okay. It's nothing yeah. special. There's a few moments where I'm like, haha. But a lot of it, I'm like, oh, I kind of vaguely remember this episode or I remember this storyline. Yeah. I'm, I can't really watch Friends anymore because I watched it way too much in like high school. And now I yeah, can I, do Yeah, I watched it all the time on City every yeah, night. City Cause we Because we put that on and eat dinner. That was Friends every night. Yeah. So I'm like, I think that's why I remember a lot of it. But at oh, the yeah. same time, I'm like, mm, this is nothing special. Yeah. I, pref I prefer How I Met Your Mother and Psych. 
That's fair. Cri- cried when Monica proposed to Chandler. I knew they were getting married, but I s- still cried a little bit. That's still, Tears ran down my yeah, face. That's still great. You that's guys great know how episode. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what else on this long list of stuff you watched? That's it. Oh, that's it. That's the uh, list. Uh, I watched Shazam and I watched uh, Friends. Uh, oh, so awkward. Not yeah, I watched, I watched <laughs> one and like five minutes of Happy Endings, but I'm not going to consider that something I watched. That's fair. Because... I ate dinner the first time we were watching it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, that's a good joke. Like, the one character says something. Like, she's talking about her parents and how they had her young. And she's like, yep, they were doing Shakespeare in the park and each other in the parking lot. And <laughs> I thought that was one of the funniest I like that. jokes I I've ever that. heard. And that's all I could tell you about that episode. And then... I was showering thing. after going to see Shazam, and I went full-on ass over tea kettle in the shower. <laughs> Hurt like a motherfucker. Still yeah. real sore about it. Thanks for checking in on me, Craig. Um, How's your knee, by the way? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. My hip is still purple. My oh, back wow. really hurts. Need to go to the chiropractor, but I'm okay. Shit. Um, it didn't look nearly that bad. No, I don't know my hip saw. is fucked. No, I sent you the knee. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I saw no, the, my the okay. Bad. <laughs> the, the yeah, the goose egg was the length of this mouse. Yeah, and probably stuck out this far from my knee. It looked like my kneecap moved yeah, down my it leg. Did look like he had a second kneecap. <laughs> and my hip is like totally purple. Oh, and know. I need to go to the chiropractor. Yeah. And then when I was in bed, Kendall's like, "Well, we're gonna watch an episode," and I just laid there uncomfortably <laughs> while she watched an episode of it on her phone. Very nice of her. Yep. So uh, that's what I watched this week. Right on. So I guess what comes to the end of this week's episode? Look at that. Less than an hour. You're welcome, guys. We nailed it. If you guys made it this far. Yeah. If not, well, what the fuck are you doing? Come on, man. Well, I, if not, don't, no one's hearing this. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure my mom doesn't even listen anymore, guys, so... Yeah. Hi, Mom, <laughs> if you're there, but probably not. Maybe there's someone listening. There's probably somebody listening. It is a podcast, after all. There's always listeners for podcasts, right? Right? That's right. what I was... Not, Allegedly. That's what our podcast prov- uh, service provider keeps telling us. But I download one every week. <laughs> there we go. Anyways, thanks for listening this week, guys. Tune in next week. Bye. Talk about stuff. Bye. Bye.